Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. Hello, and welcome to episode three of my podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap at work. I am your host, Andrea Jansen, and I'm so glad that you're here listening. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something um, that's a little bit different. Um, It's really about what's in it for men um, with the topic of gender diversity. So why should men be on board with gender diversity and making the workplace better for women? If you've been following my podcast so far... You know that I love data and I read a lot of studies about gender and the workplace and so that I can understand what it's really going to take for us to see progress that you can measure because I want these numbers to get better Um, because right now it looks like it's going to be 167 years before the gender gap closes in the workplace in Canada and the U.S. and I would love to see that happen sooner because I want my daughter to be able to be whatever she wants when she grows up. And today, right now, it's, it's going to be harder for her than it will be for my two sons. So you guys know that in order for things to really get better for women in the workplace and for us to move towards equality, men need to be involved. And A lot of companies today are talking about gender diversity. This is a hot topic and it's on a lot of people's agenda. And a lot of companies, they really want to make the workplace better for women, but they just don't know how to engage men. And I know this because I've seen it. I know so many companies, they have an employee resource group for women. They have women's networking group. They'll bring in speakers for International Women's Day and they have a women's mentorship program. But not a lot of companies have a gender diversity strategy that really comes from the top down and engages both genders on the issue. But and the thing is, so today, a lot of gender diversity strategies are really focused on women. Um, but the fact is, most organizations today, the top of that organization is dominated by men. So most leadership teams are primarily male. So for me, as a small business owner, um, this put me in a bit of a sticky situation because most companies are still focusing their gender diversity initiatives on women. And so that means I get opportunities and I get invited to do a talk on International Women's Day or meet with a women's networking group or even be a mentor for a, for a woman as part of a women's mentorship program. And don't get me wrong, I am not knocking International Women's Day. It is an important event. I love that day. And these activities are absolutely valuable and needed to progress. So I want to say women's mentorship programs, women's leadership programs, women's networking events, women's conferences, these are all great initiatives. And we need to keep doing these because women need to support other women and women do need that support, that support from other women. But the 
thing is, I know this because the data says this, is that putting the onus, onus only on women to champion gender diversity, it just doesn't work. We're not seeing the numbers change. So for me, if I delivered what a lot of these organizations are asking me to deliver, which is something focused 100% on women, I won't actually be helping them move the dial because I would be leaving a key piece of information out, which is both genders need to be on board or else things are not going to change. So this was my challenge. I needed to come up with a way to get the men in these organizations on board because women's only events are not enough. We absolutely need women's only events. And how I like to explain it to you, how I'll explain it to you today is that women's only events, because right now there are more men in leadership positions than there are, there are women at every single le level of leadership. The numbers back this up. So the women's only events are really great at kind of filling the pipeline and working from the bottom up. But if we want to see change happen faster than 167 years, we need to engage people from the top down and today most of those people are men so we need both we need strategies from the top down and we need strategies from the bottom up or else things are not going to change so i made a decision to use these opportunities and use these conversations as a teachable moment because a lot of people still have this false belief and that false belief is that women need to champion gender diversity in the workplace so that is not true. We need both genders, men and women to be champions or else things aren't going to change. Things are not going to progress fast enough. So I started by making a rule and I will absolutely would absolutely go and work with these organizations on a women's day event, on a women's networking event, on a women's net mentorship program. But my rule was um, that someone very senior from the organization needed to come and at the bare minimum, they needed to introduce me and they needed to tell the audience what they were doing from the top down in their organization to promote gender diversity. It's a big ask, um, but the reason I ask organizations to do this is that if I show up by myself to give a talk or a workshop to an audience that is 100% women, it sends the message that champion diverse, championing diversity is the responsibility of women. And this false belief is present today amongst men and women. So a lot of women still believe this. Um, and they just, they just don't know the numbers because we're not sharing the numbers publicly. I've used this strategy a few times and it's working really well. So people, both men and women, are realizing that if we want to see gender equality in the workplace. Both genders need to be on board. And men specifically are realizing that there's an opportunity for them to step up and be a part of this change. But this also causes a bigger problem. And the big problem is that senior leaders are very busy. They have a lot of things on their plate. They're running a company. And this sometimes can seem to just like another thing to add to their list of responsibilities. So 
why would they want to take this on? Why would they want to take on this big, complicated issue? And I like to ask the question, like before I ask anybody to do anything for me, I like to be prepared with a couple what's in it for them because it's not only about me. I have a few ideas that will help men to get on board with the idea of being a champion for diversity in your organization. So here we go. So number one, the idea that can help you think about why you should be a part of making the workplace better for women at your company. Number one is if you have a daughter, it should be easy for you to see the opportunity. So right now, the World Economic Forum Gender Gap Report says it's going to take 167 years to close the gap in the workplace in the U.S. and Canada. And for me, I have a four-year-old daughter, so it doesn't matter if I tell her that she can be anything she wants when she grows up. The truth is she will have less opportunities than my two sons. So she will make less money and she will likely, it will likely be harder for her to rise into leadership than it will be for them. So if you have a daughter, do you want that for her? That's number one. So number two, um, is succession planning and recruitment on your mind? I hear from a lot of companies and a lot of senior leaders that succession planning is a hot topic and it's on their mind. And also a lot of companies are facing talent shortages. Like you just can't find enough qualified people to do the work that you need to do. So if you can really engage women, a lot of the times there's that potential that that's not really being tapped into that might be already in your organization. So if you can tap into that and kind of make it so that women want to strive for those leadership roles, it makes succession planning easier for you because you have a bigger talent pool to choose from. And the third one, this is actually my personal favorite. It makes people feel really uncomfortable. Um, but it's evidence-based and it's academic research studied at the university level by PhDs. So the reason is that if you are a male, being the gender diversity champion in your company might actually help you move your career forward. So yes, somebody actually studied this um, in real companies at the university level. So these researchers, they also found out something kind of depressing, um, and that is if a woman or a person of color is positioned as the diversity champion and is leading that initiative in the company, the initiative won't be as successful if then if it's led by a white male. And the really depressing thing about this is that if a woman or a person of color is leading a diversity initiative in their company, it might actually hurt their career it might actually slow the progress that their progress and slow them down from moving forward. So if you are a male and you are looking for a way to get yourself ahead, you could do something that's good for you, that might be good for your career, but it also might be a good opportunity to do something for the bigger picture and make the workplace better for women and everybody. So, what this means for me is that now I have more confidence to have these conversations before the International Women's Day speech or before that women's networking event. I ask organizations about who 
the champion is in their organization for gender diversity. And I also get to ask what else the organization is doing because we know just a women's leadership program alone is not going to work. And to be honest, sometimes these conversations are a little bit awkward. They are a little bit uncomfortable because a lot of people don't talk about gender diversity this way because they still have that false belief that gender diversity strategies are a women's issue. But the truth is, they this is everybody's issue. And if we want change to happen, if we want to see equality in the workplace, we need to work from the bottom up. But more importantly, we also need to work from the top down. So thank you for listening. And if you could take two things away from this episode, I would love you to think about number one. Just if you're a man, just think about kind of what could I do to support diversity in my organization? And just think about that and also get curious. Ask some questions. Look around your company at what's happening and find out. Learn about it. So that's step one. That's all I want you to do if you're a man. And if you're a woman, I want you to think about if you're going to look for a male sponsor or a male mentor or somebody that can help you with your career, before you go and ask them, really think about what is in it for them. Why should they help me? What is in it for them? Why should they help me? Think about that before you go ask them for some help because we know asking for help is a great way to get ahead and that's how doors get open for you, but really think about what's in it for them before you ask them. So that is the end of this episode. If you wanna continue the conversation and learn more about diversity in the workplace, you can join my email list. You can find it on my website. It is andreajansen.com. That is A-N-D-R-E-A-J-A-N-Z-E-N.com. And I send it out once a week. I share the latest research on gender and the workplace. And I also provide real life strategies that you can use in at work every day. So thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next episode.